0: The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, Accredited Divorce Coach.
1: So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now, and here's your host, Christy Stratton. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour.
2: I'm Christy Stratton, and I am super excited you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice, but what we are here to do is to walk the path with you wherever it may lead, and we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst, and give you hope. You might have noticed that I said, I'm super excited that you are here with us. Well, truth be told, I'm super excited that you're here with us for every show, but today I'm extra excited because Jeff Stuckey is back with us to officially kick off our next series, Men in Divorce, Courage Through the Crisis. And I say officially kick off because last week we launched the series with an episode of the Divorce Coaching Hour that featured Jeff, one we did in July of this year. So before I tell you more about that show in this series, I want to tell you a little bit about Jeff. Jeff Stuckey is a well-respected therapist with over 20 years of experience. Jeff focuses on marriage relationships specifically the role men play in taking responsibility for their marriage and becoming the best man he can become while leaving a powerful legacy. Jeff is one of the men behind a proven program that does just this. It supports men as they take charge of their lives and become intentionally man-made. And you'll learn more about that. So now back to the show we did in July this year and repeated this last week. In that episode, Jeff and I took a top-level look at men in divorce and what they experience when their marriage ends. There was so much to look at and talk about that we could not dig into all that Jeff shared, all that we talked about. So we decided to do a series, or if you listen to that show in July, you know that I put him on the spot to do the series and take a more in-depth look at men in divorce. Thus, here we are. By the way, if you missed that episode, go back and catch it. You can find it on your favorite podcast app or on KKHT.com under the podcast tab under programs. It aired on July 18th, 2020 and is titled Men in Divorce. So here's some key takeaways from that show. Divorce is unique for everyone who goes through it or is touched by it. Men are no different. They experience unique aspects as they traverse divorce. Men are outcome-oriented, and this orientation affects them as they go through divorce. Folks, there's a crisis in masculinity, and it's because of this outcome orientation, uh, men's tendency to externalize distress, and because they don't receive enough emotional and physical support from other men. The cycle of hedonism plagues men as they move through divorce, a man is responsible for his healing through this process and here's a huge one a huge takeaway from that show that that initial show we did it takes a profound amount of courage to admit that you are broken and need help as jeff said in that first show quote you don't need courage when it's easy you need it when it's hard so getting help is courageous folks and that's what this series about is about courage through the crisis it's about men and for men, but also for women, for family members, for children, for friends, for anyone to help come help them come alongside the men in your lives to support them as they go through this most often challenging life change So before we launch into our discussion, I want to remind you of the atten- of the intent of this show in particular in the series. It's this to shed light on the experience men have as their marriage ends. And as they go through divorce, uh, as they go through the divorce process and ultimately what they can can and need to do to grow through the process, so that that becomes a defining moment for that is good for them and their family, not a bad one. It is also intended to give men and those who walk beside them through this process, information and resources to help them go through the dissolution of their marriage and rebuild their lives. What? Courageously. We will look at the experiences men have through divorce as well as the commonalities and differences of that experience as compared to women. And I guess we often see others' experiences through our own. And one thing I know, it's that other others' experiences aren't ours. <laughs> it's only when we take the time to inquire about what they are experiencing will we begin to know what it's like for them. So in part, the series is intended to open eyes to what others go through when they are touched by divorce. And maybe, I hope... Bring about understanding, compassion, and support for both for for our brothers going through a dissolution of a marriage. And we'll look at anything else that comes up along the way. So Jeff, I don't know about you. I am ready to take a more in depth look at the topic of men in divorce. And so thank you so much again for being here and I just uh and allowing me to put you on the spot back then. So and and uh being back with us. Welcome back. It's
0: absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for putting me on the spot and thank you for the opportunity to be with you again.
2: Well, there you go. I'll try not to do it this time, <laughs> but maybe I will. <laughs>
0: you know, we're... Well, the best indicator of future behaviors, past behavior, Christy. Well, there you so, go. Well, will you happen. just be
2: on your best behavior so we can ask you again. <laughs> so, Hey, it might be because we've got something special planned in December. So we may want to have you back for sure. I know you shared so much with us and, and it's again, my, my hope, for this show and for uh, everyone listening that it really is opening eyes not only for the men who might be going through a divorce and wondering you know hey what what the heck is going on but the people in their lives too and so really i'm I'm really hoping hoping there's some eyes opening easy easy for me to say so one of the things we talked about and you heard me say talk about it in the takeaways was that there's this outcome orientation that really affects men in divorce that may be unique to their experience. Can you tell us a little bit more about what, you know, happens for and to men with this outcome orientation uh at this time in their life, this life change of a dissolution of a marriage?
0: Absolutely because I think it is just critical. You had mentioned that masculinity is in a state of crisis, and that's not conjecture. That's, uh, that's been proven. The American Psychological Association uh, studied that issue. And one of the crises was this outcome orientation that we as men, the only way that we have or are taught to relate to the world is success, power, achievement. And so we have to be successful, whatever that means. We have to be powerful to achieve that success and then achievement, reach our goal and set a new goal or feel poorly about ourselves for not achieving our goals. Mm. And so what we as men do is we impose that orientation onto marriage and, and it. Christy, it is just such a tragedy because it's so unfair to the husband and the wife because the husband has that outcome orientation, and so his wife's happiness or lack thereof becomes the measure of whether or not he's a good husband. Mm. So the wife could just be having a bad day. The husband takes that personally well, the reason that she's having a bad day or is not in a good mood or happy or whatever it is is because I'm not a good husband. Mm -hmm. And then he can become increasingly frustrated and start to withdraw from the marriage or continue to try and overexert himself only to find the same thing, that it's not producing the results that he would like to, when in reality is he's married to a human being. And she's affected by the same infinite number of things that he's affected by. And so subsequently, Crispy, the two never really become partners in life. I'm there for you when you're down. I want to enter in and comfort your pain with you. But he takes it personally. And so it really just completely undermines the whole approach to marriage. And then obviously for a man, if a marriage ends in divorce, then it becomes this ultimate, almost unrecoverable failure.
2: You know, that's where I was kind of tracking with you there. It's like, okay, so I couldn't make her happy. I couldn't make my marriage work now, you know. So I can't make anything work, and and I, I just and as I was thinking, kind of, and tracking with you, I heard that unrecoverable, and you know, that's that's a tough place to be, you know. But I have to say, yeah. So those of you who are listening right now is if you're hearing that and going, that's exactly how I feel. Hang on, hang on with us because that's why Jeff is here. This show is about providing tools and resources and understanding. And and thereby through that, you heard me say, even in the opener, you hear me say every time is that hope. And so when we come to that place of understanding of that almost unrecoverable place, know that that's why we have folks like Jeff on the show with us to talk about what you can do. Right? What you can do, and we'll we'll dive into that with Jeff. Um, and I just got to say, you know, our brothers out there, that that is, I, I get it. It's a tough place to be. Um, some of this series is going to be about also the commonalities that we face as women, as men, all, the other players in the whole situation of a dissolution of a marriage, but. You know, what I'm hearing is it's just all so disconnected, and and we're here to kind of help you connect back in. And so stay tuned. We're on the air with Jeff Stuckey, um, a psychotherapist who works in and with men and marriages and really helping you through understanding this outcome orientation, what it's done to your marriage, and then what you're facing right now and the dissolution of that marriage. Know that there's hope. Stay tuned, come back. We're going to give you tips and resources and information. So, come on back.
1: Always reaching, always climbing, always second guessing the timing. But God has a plan, a purpose in this. You are A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley, Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley, Smith Barney, LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley
0: Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal advice.
1: Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com.
2: And there it is, producer Mike's favorite song, Heart of Gold. I asked him to cue that one up for us because I really thought that we needed a moment of heart here. Uh, because uh, what we were just talking about with guest Jeff Stuckey, who is a well-respected therapist and who focuses in on marriage relationships, specifically the role men play in their taking responsibility for their marriages but also in that uh, he works with people, uh, men in divorce as well but as we were uh, talking in the first segment and coming out of it we were talking about this income orientation and this really uh, can feel like unrecoverable place for men that they get to because this outcome orientation um, in some sense because the success outcome has not occurred in their marriage. They've now gone to divorce and it can just feel uh, what I took away is just absolute failure and unrecoverable. And so what I said was just hang with us for a minute and we're, we're going to, we know that that's where you are, but this series is courage through the crisis. And Jeff's here to talk with us about how to understand what's going on and then to bring about that courage that you know that you have inside in your heart to help you grow through this uh, as a defining moment good, not a defining moment bad. So Jeff, welcome back again and thanks for helping us kind of, you know, talk about a pretty tough subject with a lot of hurting hearts out there. Um, So we talked about this unrecoverable unrecoverable place. Tell us more about that as it's related to men and divorce. Well, it's,
0: as you know, I mean, divorce just feels like such a finality. It is over. And so we can just get lost in that sense of failure, And what I see happen the majority of the time because of this, as we've been talking about this outcome orientation, right? So my only orientation to reality is this achievement, set a goal, achieve the goal, set a goal, and then I'll impose that on the marital relationship. So if I'm sitting in this place of feeling like it's unrecoverable, but I also have this outcome orientation – Well, 95% of the time, what do I do? I rush into another relationship because I have to have a measure, right? I've got to have something outside of myself to set a new goal. And now I'm motivated by the sense of ultimate failure. So I rush into a new relationship. Typically, I have completely unrealistic expectations of myself. I have this idealization of the other. And so I go into this new relationship with sort of these grandiose lenses on. But unfortunately, the only way that I know to function is the exact same way. Mm. I'm doing the exact wrong thing again. And guess what I'm doing this time, Christy? I'm trying harder at it. Mm. And the difficulty is that the definition of an organism is something that does not respond in a predictable manner. Human beings are organisms. Subsequently, they do not respond in a predictable manner. So in a marriage, I can do the quote-unquote right thing but not get the right result. But because as a man, I have that outcome orientation that if I'm adequate, I'll get the right result my entire orientation is just completely flawed. And oftentimes I just produce the same result all over again.
2: Yeah. And that can feel, I can get the unrecoverable, that feeling there of not taking the time back. So one of the questions I have for you is, and I know you mentioned rushing into a new relationship, but are there other things that men rush into Because of that feeling loss, they want to feel that sense of achievement. Um, You know, is it just relationships or are there other things?
0: Um, Well, again, as you and I talked about last time, as as men, we tend to externalize psychological, emotional distress. Mm -hmm. So we don't we don't talk about our feelings. We don't even recognize our feelings. You ask a man to describe his emotional profile, it's usually, well, I have two emotions, good and bad. Mm -hmm. So in terms of even having the capacity to evaluate what emotional state we're in, we just externalize that. So that makes us very, very vulnerable to compulsive behaviors, doing something too much. We can lose ourselves in sports. We can lose ourselves in work. We can lose ourselves in more compulsive kinds of behavior like pornography or substance abuse, those kinds of things. So it, it could be that list. It could be any other list and, or an exhaustive list to where we're externalizing that distress. And oftentimes that externalization may lead to something that is more negatively compulsive, which makes me feel that much more like a failure, and then just fortifies the system. Now I'm just stuck in these feelings of how inadequate and what a failure I am.
2: So stuck is exactly tracking with you again, uh, it's interesting. We came to a word unrecoverable in the first segment, and now we're coming to a word where I was tracking with you, and the th- the word that was coming to my mind, as you said, it was stuck. And so, again, um, this is something, you know, as a coach, I I want to share with you who are listening, you don't have to stay stuck, right? There are things that you can do, but you first got to come to the awareness of what's going on. And that's why, again, we have someone like Jeff talking to us about this because you might not understand what's going on out there. So Jeff, I'm just wondering, um, I'm, I'm getting that now, what we're talking about here in the first show that we did together that uh, aired last in July. And then of course, last week as a replay, um, is this that cycle of hedonism that you were talking about? Certainly. Okay.
0: Doing that which gives me gives me the most amount of pleasure, the least amount of pain.
2: Okay. So And that
0: also goes back to one of the crises for men is one, we don't know how to do vulnerable emotions. We're pretty good at anger. We like to laugh. We don't like sadness. We don't like fear. We don't like those vulnerable emotions. And so that hedonistic tendency, get away from those things that are uncomfortable, do that, which gives me the most amount of pleasure and the least amount of pain, can then be part of what keeps us stuck.
2: Yeah, And because it just feels better, (laughs) right? Because it just feels better. I mean, that's the reality. And and so, you know, there's some similarities across the board for all of us human beings. These organisms that you're talking about is, you know, I think, I mean, would it be fair to say that we're kind of talking about the whole numbing concept? We're going to numb that which hurts. Certainly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, but what we don't realize is that that feeling better for the moment is actually making us further stuck. So I like to look at things about, um, as to like, if we can get, get ourselves there, we can get ourselves back from there. So if we, we come to that awareness of that being stuck, the, again, if you're hearing this and going, okay, well, that's exactly where I am. We can come back to that. And so I'd like to start moving us, Jeff, towards, Uh, what we can begin to do um, or rather not we men can begin to do maybe once that awareness has come about to unravel that, to get us unstuck. Um, We have a little bit of time left in this segment to begin to talk about that. And we'll talk more about that because this show is about bringing you those information, that information, the resources, and the tools to to get you unstuck, move you through this again, defining moment, good for you. So can you, Start us off with one idea to help men to to kind of begin to unravel this and get them unstuck.
0: Well, the first part in solving a problem is recognizing that you have one. And what we as men struggle with is getting comfortable with the uncomfortable emotions, those vulnerable emotions. And then the other thing that we really struggle with is seeking out emotional support from other men we are mostly socialized to avoid both of those things and that is the area where we as men really really have to dig in and do the work and there's a lot of work that can be done there
2: so what I'm hearing in there is hope now that you come to that recognition, it's not, and there's a little bit more to unpack in and around that. Um, and I know we talked about it on the show before seeking that emotional support. And uh, what I'm kind of coming to is not necessarily another word, but a couple of words Is so do the work. And so then you might ask yourself then, what does this word mean work? And that's what Jeff and I are going to continue to talk about is that work that needs to be done. And I know he's got a program around this. Uh, I know he does work around this as well, but there's some other things that you can do too. And so when we come back into uh, or come back to um, the third segment, after the two minute tip, we will um, provide you Uh, some of those tools and so forth. But bottom line is where we've come from is that unrecoverable stuck place to this awareness. And that is numero uno. That has to be the number one thing coming to this awareness. So hopefully the show is you're going, okay, that's where I'm at. Now I got to do the work. The question is what and how I do the work. And so you guys come on back, please, please, please stay with us. You're going to find out how to reach Jeff. Jeff, Uh, So you can you can get uh, help from him, but also help in the show. That's what it's about is to provide you um, what you can do to do the work. So we're walking this path with you, uh, our brother. So stay tuned. Here's today's two minute tip. We're talking about courage today on the show and specifically courage through the crisis that divorce brings. And while we are talking about men in divorce as it relates to courage in this episode, that courage is needed by all parties involved in what can be a very difficult situation, the situation of divorce. And as today's guest, Jeff Stuckey, shared in the episode that we did together in July this year, you don't need courage when it's easy. You need courage when it's hard. Friends, I understand divorce can be Hard, But if you have traversed divorce for a while and are coming out of it, you probably know that the tough terrain smooths out at some point. You grow through the process and you get stronger. You get more confident and you discover how brave you are having gone through the process at some point you will be out of the process of divorce yes there are outcomes that stay with you like co-parenting like financial matters that may that you may find that you're involved in from time to time and there may be some interactions with your ex-husband or ex-wife but for the most part at some point the hardest parts Of the process have passed. And perhaps at that time, you might feel as if it's time to move on from this show. After all, it's called the Divorce Coaching Hour for a reason. And it is for those who are considering in the midst of her coming out of divorce. So as you move on, I invite you to join me on another show, also here on 100.7 FM KKHT. And it's about courage, interestingly enough. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow, where each week host Richard Mindelow and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world, and together we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. So please join us. It's your next step in your Courageous Walk. Catch the show every Saturday on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 1030 AM. You can also find all the shows under the Programs tab on KKHT.com or on your favorite podcast app. Just look for Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelo. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me personally, you can email me at Christy at Christystratton.com or call me at 281-944-8043. And please keep listening each week for another two-minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. And hello again. We are here with Jeff Stuckey, um, founder or partner, part of this wonderful RU man-made a um, program that helps men take responsibility in their lives for their families, but also for their lives, as, as we're talking about, obviously, here on the Divorce Coaching Hour. And what we've been talking about is this process that men go through in divorce um, and the unique aspects that they encounter as they traverse this time. And some of the places we've gotten to, and we've talked about is this feeling of this kind of unrecoverable place, this stuck place that because men have an outcome orientation and they've now felt like they failed in their marriage. Now the marriage dissolves and they're failing everywhere else and they're feeling stuck. Yet what they do is then like many of us, not necessarily unique just to men is go kind of numb the pain with another relationship or any sort of maybe addictive substance, that sort of thing. And so what we have talked about is that once you hear this and you come to this awareness, now you have a choice. Now you, to go get help. And what I want to bring about is something that Jeff said, and I thought it was just, well, it's ended up why I'm titling this entire series that we're doing together now, Taking a Deeper Look at Men in Divorce is he said, he said this, it takes a profound amount of courage to admit I'm broken and I need help. And, and that's really where we're coming from is that there is courage within that. When you come to that awareness place and we've Mm -hmm. entitled the series courage through the crisis. And so we're here to walk with you to help you find that courage. And so, um, and as Jeff said, you don't need courage when it's easy. You need courage, when it's hard. So Jeff, tell us about that. I mean, how is this courageous for a man to say, Hey, I'm broken. I need help.
0: Well, a lot of it, Christy goes back to the way that we are socialized. And part of that socialization is that it's really okay for women to support each other. And it's okay for women to seek out that support from each other, but for men, That is the ultimate betrayal of, you know, what a real man is. I mean, a real man doesn't need help. A real man can do it on his own. Those kinds of of just stereotypical ideas or notions that we have about masculinity that unfortunately aren't as archaic as they need to be, but... For us as men to step out of that and say, I can't do this on my own, is such a, it it just, it, it is going in the opposite direction of everything that we are conditioned to think and do. And it's terrifying. And we have this conception that real men, quote-unquote, don't get afraid. When reality is that real men accept fear. Mm. They accept fear as a part of life. And they understand that when they are doing something fearful, it requires courage. Like you said, if it's easy, I don't need courage. I'm just doing what's easy. Right. But when I'm doing something this significant that goes against my grain, it requires an incredible amount of, one, the acceptance of the fear. I accept this emotional experience, and I'm still going to move towards it.
2: Mm. And that acceptance of the fear, I'm just you know, just from my perspective, and obviously you might be able to tell I'm a, I'm a woman, uh, <laughs> um, is fear. I mean, to be trite, it's, it's scary. And by our own nature, we were talking about humans as, as organisms that, you know, we're biologically made to have, you know, fear reactions to protect ourselves. Um, but then you mentioned socializing and, you know, the world. And, and I love that you're saying that because that's I think that's where my heart is for men. Um, and to hear you talk about that, we're socializing them to say, well, you're not a real man. If you, you know, show any sign of fear. Well, no, exactly. And you just said another great thing that we'll, we'll just take away as a quote again. Real men accept fear. And so you know, again, the show is about hope and we've talked about coming from that feeling of unrecoverability to being stuck, but now you've made that awareness. Maybe it's happening right now as you're listening to this show. Uh, but now, okay, you, you got to accept the fear. You've got to, uh, you've got to be with it. And that is courageous folks. That is courageous. And so I hope that you know, those out there are listening and, and, and listening to that, and really hearing that, really taking that in. But now, Jeff, my mind goes to, okay, so I've accepted the fear. What's next? Or how do, I mean, maybe even before that, how do I accept the fear? I've made this awareness. I'm hearing the show. How do I accept the fear when the world tells me, no, you know, I'm not a real man if I do this. And
0: that's where, Christy, I just have to shamelessly give a plug out to therapy. I just am in, I'm such a believer in therapy because of the impact that it has had in my own life. And I can't imagine, I mean, I have a therapist. I, my therapist knows me better than anyone knows me. And, probably better than I know myself. And I just can't fathom not having that relationship. And I'm not suggesting that it has to mean the same thing to everybody that it does to me, but I just have to champion that as a critical beginning point.
2: And I'm so glad that you are. And it's so not shameless whatsoever because that's what this, this show is about is getting that help to people. I mean, if one person, Here's the show and goes back and listens to the first show and and comes back next week and listens uh, to uh, the third show that we do together and goes, okay. so this isn't like I'm not the only one going through this right now. And I there are people out there who can help. And so completely, you know, my mind um, is drawn to in the divorce process these days, Jeff, you may may know is that there's a thing called collaborative, collaborative divorce. And as the parties go through collaborative divorce, it's, it's actually a process that people go through with their attorneys, but at the center is what's called a neutral, and that neutral is a mental health professional. And so even the legal world has realized that in, in the, the kind of the major focus of collaborative divorce is people to come out of this as whole people. Right. And so it's it is strong, in my opinion. And you're right. As you said, Jeff, I can't imagine not having this relationship with a therapist Um, to work through it. It it reminds me all the time of this is, you know, you can't do anything great alone. And if you're in this stuck place, then there are people like Jeff to help you. And so speaking of that, Jeff. Um, and, and therapy being one you've got, um, you obviously your practice. So I want to know about that, but you also have a program, uh, that men can access that can really help them in this, um, uh, getting unstuck and moving forward, stepping into the fear, accepting this fear, et cetera, that uh, courage, right? I just hear courage all in that. So tell us about that. Well,
0: what What I have always wanted to do was be an effective therapist for men to create a practice that men would want to go to. And having been a therapist for 20 years and mostly working with men, either individually or within the context of the marriage, I took all those experiences and I synthesized it down into what I found to be the most critical issues that men are experiencing and the men who responded to those the best. I mean, it's a privilege to be a therapist and to experience so many people. And so man-made is a self-directed program. It's 20 years of therapy. It's filet, right? There's no waste in it. It's I have synthesized this down into the least amount of necessary information for you to understand all of the things that affect us as men and do it in a way that's a little bit safer for us. There's a self-guided component to it. There are phone discussions. There's group meetings to where you can really grow in to this new idea of what it means to be a man. Mm.
2: And how do people um, find out about this program? It sounds amazing. Love the self-guided aspect because it's, they, I often say, tiny baby steps. Like they can just put a little foot towards, oh, take the next step towards it, but maybe not sink right into um, therapy. How do they find out about it?
0: Becoming man-made. .com is the easiest way to find us. It has all of the information there that can get you in touch with us and you can understand what the program is uh from a little bit deeper perspective.
2: Okay, so becomingmanmade.com is the best way to find out about Jeff Stuckey, psychotherapist who works uh with men and in marriages and really coming out of that recover that unrecoverable stuck place. Uh, I keep repeating it because it's so important because it helps you once you get to that awareness, you know that there's help um, to accept that fear, to step into that fear and grow even at a self-guided pace. So doing the work is what we were talking about. And so um, uh, just we'll continue on in the next and last segment of this show talking with Jeff about some more things, how we can come alongside the men in our lives as they traverse this Men, you can go to becomingmanmade.com, uh, but you guys, come on back and hear more.
1: Well, that's the, chance we take
2: to be always the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions. Real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281 281- 944 8043 We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call
1: 281-944-8043.
2: And we need a little pick-me-up music here. We're we're talking about some tough places that we find ourselves in life, like, you know, divorce. Given that this is the divorce coaching hour, uh, and we're talking specifically again about men and divorce. We had Jeff Stuckey on the show back in July, and we, um, as I said earlier, I put him on the spot to be back with us uh, for a series because I thought it was something so important to spend more time with. And, uh, you know, areas, that I don't think are covered that much. Uh, And I would guess these are just my top thoughts Uh, could be wrong, but given that, um, you know, as we heard in uh, segment three, men kind of want to push away that fear, the, 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 um, the unrecoverable stuck places that they're in. And so you know if they're kind of pushing it away then why are we out there talking about it but in fact we found out from Jeff that it's really um, asking for help seeking that help knowing you're in a place that you need help and then doing so that's in fact courageous and so I really want to bring that about Jeff Jeff you said even that the socialization of men and women it's different and um, and in by by doing that, it's it's a little bit more natural, so to speak, for women to seek that help. We're more emotion, not mostly driven by that outcome orientation. We're driven by emotions. And some people would say way too much of emotions, but that's for another show. Uh, <laughs> but the point there is, is that in this show, we want to come alongside men in our lives and help them because uh, as I said in the show that we did before too, I have a heart for men. Uh, I, um, My father was uh, just such an amazing man, but I could see him struggle in situations. And while he didn't go through a divorce, I don't know that he had that outlet. Didn't know it was courageous to step into that fear. And I know many men who were, you know, kind of silently struggling in pain out there. And so we want to bring this about. And Jeff, what would you say as, you know, all the given players, and I'm going to, you know, go with which one you want to go with. But if you're um, the the ex-spouse or the soon-to-be ex-spouse to make this whole s- dissolution of a marriage a better situation, what could we do? You know, family members, what could we do? Kids, what could we do? Friends, What could we do? Fellow employees, you know, colleagues, what is it that we can do to come alongside men as they're in this stuck place of fear? Um, What could we do?
0: Well, I think part of it would be recognizing that this crisis of masculinity, we did not get there ourselves. And that not only do we as men need a new understanding of, what men's needs are, but we culturally need to understand that better. We as a culture have got to come to recognize that men have the same emotional experiences, that we are ill-equipped, and that's not to make excuses for us, but that the reality is that we are ill-equipped to identify those. And just as ill-equipped, to know what to do about them. Mm. And so when we do find a place of vulnerability, when we do find a place where we're finally able to show the fear that we have, the sadness that we have, to welcome that, to know that if it's if whoever it is that I can be comfortable and accepting of these vulnerable emotions. Don't be too quick to, you know, say a dismissive phrase or be in any way unaccepting of this deep intimate emotional vulnerability that we are trying to learn to get comfortable showing if you can demonstrate back to us that it's okay for us to be afraid, it's okay for us to be deeply sad, it's okay for us to struggle with these feelings, we then can start to get more comfortable in that emotional space. And please, please know that no matter what we project internally, we are struggling mightily.
2: You know something is so. I think is apparently about words today, uh, and which obviously we're saying a lot of them. But we talked about again the unrecover, unrecoverability, and I wrote down this process: unrecoverability and stuck place. We come to awareness. We do the work. We go get the help. We come in and see someone like yourself as we're trying to accept our fear. But what I heard in there, and you use the word acceptance, Jeff. Those of us, the question I asked was soon to be ex-spouse, family members, friends, kids is we need to mirror back that acceptance. They're men are trying to those who are taking that courageous step of uh, sitting with the fear, accepting the fear, showing that vulnerability in a socialized world that says, do not do that. They're being very courageous and honor that. Honor that, respect that, and and go against your tendency to be maybe afraid, because that's not something you're you're used to. And so, accepting them for who they are, where they are, you know, is 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 what I'm hearing is the place to go. Do I have that right, Jeff?
0: One hundred percent. I have a practice in my office where I never give a client a Kleenex. And the reason that I never give a client a Kleenex is I don't offer them anything when they are telling me what was good about their day. And so when they get to a place of vulnerability, I don't want to hand them a Kleenex because that Kleenex says, stop doing that.
2: Mm. It does, doesn't
0: it? And so I want to communicate to that client that I am as comfortable with whatever emotion that you need to express in my office today, that I see all of them equally as important, and I'm as comfortable with you expressing sadness or fear as I am with you expressing happiness or joy. And I would suggest that to people as somewhat of a metaphor. Don't ever offer them a Kleenex. So let God. them feel whatever it is they're feeling, and be comfortable in that feeling with them.
2: I'm glad you're bringing that about. A lot of people don't know that, and I've learned that through you know different trainings I've been in. Uh, when you when you do anything like that, a pat on the shoulder, you'll be okay. You stop them letting that emotion move through them you're shutting them off. And, and I love that you're saying in a way it's like, stop doing that. I can't handle, you know, I can't handle that. And so, um, I, I, I guess, you know, for a tactical thought, um, listeners out there, if somebody, anyone's coming to a place of where they're, they're trusting you enough to share and have that authentic release of emotions is just do everything you can to just sit and be with them and don't say anything. And you can shine, Love and acceptance through your eyes more than what's going to come out of your mouth or stopping that. And we're going to keep talking about all these things. We've got more for you folks as we continue in this series. Uh, we're coming to a close already with this one, but uh, just, um, Jeff, real quickly, we have just maybe about 30 seconds or so. Uh, uh, what would you say, as first, what we've talked about here so far? going through all getting to acceptance. What might be one final thought you want to leave the listeners with in this show of this series?
0: If I could just emphasize once again, if you have some discomfort about therapy, call me, email me. Let's please talk about what therapy is versus what you think it might be, because I think it is just such a profoundly important first step to take because it is such a safe step to take. So if you have any reservations about that, and I'm, I know Christy would communicate the same thing about it, it's let's talk about those so that we can get you beyond any of those kinds of things that might be keeping you from the help that you need.
2: Absolutely. And that's, folks, is com. You can find more about Jeff's program there, but also uh, contact information, I'm assuming. Is that right, Jeff? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. You can get
2: in touch with me that way. Okay. And that's again, so you hear it, you guys hear it and hear it again, becomingmanmade.com. And, you know, that's just a conversation. Explore what therapy is first, because that's the step. That's the courageous step to bring you into that acceptance, acceptance, move you into Uh, the define this being a defining moment that's good for your life so you can grow from it. And that's what we're here to do, whether it's therapy or myself as a divorce coach, we're going to talk with you about these situations. We're going to be your thinking partner, walk with you on that. That's what my guests and I are here to do. So Jeff, thanks again for being back with us. I look forward to the next show and we'll, we'll cover the rest, right? (laughs)
0: We will do our best. We That's will so do cool. our
2: best. Thank you for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. You can find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or call me at 281-944-8043. Friends, thank you for, again for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.